Welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Hello, and welcome back to Freaky Fauna Friday. I am one of your hosts, the great and powerful Mr. E. And I am your other host, one of the others, Jay. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about the popcorn cat bear. The what? The buttered popcorn cat bear. Cat bear? The buttered popcorn cat bear. Like the buttered popcorn uh, flavored uh, dum-dum sucker? Yeah, that was the grossest dum-dum sucker ever. No, it wasn't. Come on. It did, was... not, it did not taste like butter. It tasted kind of like buttered popcorn. It did not. No. I mean, the same way a tire kind of tastes like buttered popcorn. They are from the same universe. It's a hard artificial flavor to match. You know, they did a pretty swell job. I enjoyed it. Just make a sucker out of butter and call it a day. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty good, too. Because popcorn, popcorn plain doesn't have a whole lot of flavor. No, it All doesn't. All the flavor comes from the butter and the salt. But if you throw a little sugar on it and some milk, it's like cereal. It's really good. It tastes I've like had corn sorghum. pops. I've had sorghum cereal. It's good. Anyways, the bitterong. Or oh, the, the bitterong. It's, it's actually bintarong is how it's spelled. I think you're wrong, binta. Bintarong. Oh. Uh, but some people say on TV like bitterong and stuff like that because accents and stuff, you know. Is this the bear cat? Yeah. Oh. It smells like buttered popcorn. Yeah. But we'll get to that. So you ready for some stuff? About the binturong? <laughs> I guess so. Due to their nature and habits, the binturong are often hard to spot in the wilds. Because even though they are quite large, which we'll get to, uh, they are nocturnal, meaning they sleep during the day and are active at night. They live in the trees, and rather than jump, they climb to the ground across us from tree to tree. Uh, they do climb f- uh, front-facing to grip the trees in semi-retractable claws and strong prehensile tail for uh, extra grasping. Mm-hmm. They are classified as carnivores, but they mainly eat plants. So they're omnivores. Yes. It's weird. Wait, Their wait. The guts are really weird. Yeah. It's a hard animal. This is a weird animal. This is why it's here. So this is like one of the only things. Yeah, it's a carnivore, but it just mostly eats plants. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird thing. What? Uh, so there's some people say that it's eating the plants as a part of just trying to get the bugs and the small reptiles and stuff. Okay. So, like, bulk feeding to get to the meat. Yeah. Uh, bonnethead sharks also do this. They're considered the only omnivoristic shark species. But there's a lot of evidence saying that their guts actually don't digest the plant matter. Okay. They're just eating the whole mouthful of kelp. And pushing it through. To and get the crabs. Yeah. And so the the binturong may be doing the same thing. Okay. That it's not, even though the bulk of the material going in it is plant-based. Right. Its guts are not quite set up to digest that. Land shark. Yeah. There you go. Want some fun facts about them before we get into the big stuff? Oh, yeah. Uh, they are often described as smelling like buttered popcorn. Hmm. You want to know why? Uh, I've yeah. Seen, I've seen these people. So they're big. I mean, they're like five foot long. Their tails are huge. Does that include their tail? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you can pick them up by their tail fully. They're one of those animals because they, they hang from their tail a little bit and stuff. Oh, cool. So it's not like it's gonna, not going to hurt their spine. Their tails are highly muscular and Strong. Are designed to hold their whole weight. Like a possum? Yeah. Uh, even though that's kind of fake. What? Possums hanging from their tail upside down. They don't do that? No, unless they fall. I mean, they can. It's not like they don't sleep like that. Oh, okay. Uh, anyways, 
they smell like that. So I've seen literally people like push their noses in their fur and be like, man, they smell just like buttered popcorn. And they do. Ew. It's because their urine contains uh, two types of compounds that gives it the aroma of buttered popcorn. And these guys love to rub their pee in their fur. So you're smelling their pee. Yeah. So they're rubbing their nose in their pee fur mm-hmm. and saying it smell how good it smells. Mm-hmm. So the stronger they smell, the more pee is in their fur. <laughs> so bad. But or it's funny because like- they take minterongs on like wildlife shows and stuff like that. Like for like kids festivals and stuff. And they're, show- they're fairly they're fairly friendly. They do have retractable because they made retractable claws. They're kind of that weird. They look kind of like a hybrid between a bear and a cat and a monkey. Okay. Okay. Uh they're their own thing, you know. They're a bear cat and a what? Monkey. A monkey, really? Because the tail and the, the, the okay. hands and stuff like that. Okay. A couple aspects of them kind of look like, All like three a, of almost those. like a big howler monkey. Okay. Uh, but they're fairly easy to get along with, and they're fairly good in as far as an ambassador animal, uh, because they're not likely to like try to rip your throat out. Yeah. They're pretty easy going. Hmm. Uh, but the stronger the smell is something that everybody wants to smell, and no, most people don't realize it's because they're pee. That's pretty. So funny. they don't really wash them or nothing like that. So, right, you can't wash away the novelty of them. Do you know what? A, well, you want to know what a baby binturong is called? Ooh, uh, a baby bop. A bin lit. A bin lit. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's been lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have extremely long tails. Like I said, they use for balance and moving through trees. They use their tails to grasp branches and even lower themselves. So they'll mm-hmm. actually kind of lower themselves to the ground by their big, massive tail. Nice. Okay. Uh, these guys are not good jumpers. They're not good. They're not a high-energy animal. I got to look and just see what a picture looks like. So they would literally climb all the way down a tree. Like, even if branches are almost touching Okay. from tree to tree, they'll climb all the way down and all the way back up another tree. Mm. Just to, for why? Just so they, they can't jump the little gap. Oh, okay. So, you know, like monkeys and even snakes and stuff will kind of get through the little gaps and lizards. Even like squirrels yeah. jump across, yeah. Yeah, the minturong is like, not for me, fam. Uh, walked all the way down and back up. I'll get down there. It helps that there's not a whole lot of predators for them. You know, it's just big predators. Yeah. You know, they're not worried about many of these little snakes and stuff. These look like, like old school animals or something. They are. It looks like an they're old... remnants. Yeah, it looks like it. They are classified as vulnerable. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they look almost like a uh, maskless raccoon with yeah. a tuft of whiskers and eyebrows. Yeah. They have a very low, wide, muscular body. They are shaggy, dark brown coats, and sh- or they can be shades of black on the snout, limbs, and tail. Uh, they walk on flat feet like bears and humans. The leathery patch at the tip of their strong tail gives them extra traction while climbing. Uh, the Mintrong's tail is basically a fifth limb. Mm. So this pad on the end of their tail, like literally, they have like a, gris- a grasping pad at the end of their tail. Okay. Uh, Binturongs are one of the two carnivore species with prehensile tails. The other one is the kinkajou. Oh wait, no, we didn't do a no. freaky fauna episode on them, did we? Mm-mm. I know we've talked about them though, because mm-hmm. I can picture them in my head. Them jumping yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Binturongs are also called bear or bear cats, but they're not really close related to bears or cats. They're in the family Verentidae, which is uh, other small cat-like mammals, including uh, sieves and fusus. Mm. Uh, fusus from Madagascar, and sieves are from the coast of Africa. Yep. They are the only member of their genus Arctic. They're the only one. Oh, yeah. If you look at them, nothing really looks They're the last like member. Them. Like you said, they look like an old world animal. Yeah. Because they are. They look. It looks like if, if an... Like an old man could, like an old wise man could take the form of an animal. Imagine it, a lazy skinwalker. 
A lazy skinwalker? Yeah. Okay. Okay. They don't want to run like a horse. They don't want to attract like, oh. like a coyote. Yeah. Meant wrong. Gotcha. Just want to smell like popcorn. That is kind of gross. <laughs> Every time you bring that up now, I'm just thinking, ah, yeah, that peeper. So uh, the tail of a bintrong is almost always the same length as the body. Like a big cat almost. Yeah, they're almost proportional. Okay. Uh, so half the spine length is in the body and the head, and half the spine length is in the tail. So most of the time, bintrong's bodies are two to three feet long. So a big adult bintrong can be right around six feet long altogether, with tail included. That's pretty big. Yeah, they get large. Yeah. Um, females are larger than males. Uh, they can be all the way up to 80 to 90 pounds. Okay. So very large dog. Okay. You know, we're not talking Great Dane, but we're talking German Shepherd. Gotcha. This is. I'm trying to find it, and I can't pin it down, but there's a movie called uh, Once Upon a Forest. Mm-hmm. You ever see that? Mm-mm. It's old. I don't know if it's Disney, but uh, uh, one of the characters reminds me of the his face reminds me of the this the bitterong. It probably is a bitterong. That's what I'm wondering if it is, but I cannot find it. I don't know who it is in the in the movie. So they are these guys are found in tropical rainforests in India, Nepal, Bangladesh, China, Cambodia, Laos, uh, Thailand, Vietnam, Philippines, Indonesia, and every space in between. They're not very common wherever, like their whole range. Okay. Uh, these guys aren't very fast. They're easy preyed upon by humans and other predators. Uh, they're, they mm. are being in the legal pet trade uh, quite a bit. And the legal? Illegal. Okay. Illegal pet trade. Illegal, okay. Just like the uh, like uh, like some of the other famous mammals that are kind of docile. Okay. I was like, going to say You can like grab the... these guys. Like they'll try to fight back and stuff like that, but they're one of those animals that just kind of is like, I guess I'm in a box now. Oh, it almost looks like reminds me of a sloth. Like they're very mentality. Very, yeah, very much. Very yeah. much. Even sloths will try to fight back. They're just not fast. Right. Yeah. Any questions so far? They're, no. These are these are pretty awesome. If you haven't seen one of these creatures, just look them up. I mean, I, I've always heard of a bear cat, but never actually looked a picture of one up, and they look pretty awesome. So their communication with each other, members of their species, uh, they have a really complex scent glands. Okay. So they will actually make a big uh, pheromone cocktail to talk to each other. Uh, but when they're close to each other, when they know another bintrong's close, they are known as very noisy animals. Oh. They can snort, chuckle, purr, pulse, court, all kinds of noises. Hmm. They sound like everything from a horse to a chimpanzee to a human to that's, a bird. That's kind of crazy. And most, they kind of they can be very, they can scare people. Uh, they signal dis- uh, they can uh, signal displays too as displeasure, fear, aggression. Uh, they also cat like screams, hisses, low growls, and howls. Females in uterus, which is uh, uh, in heat, ah, they <laughs> call for males to attract. They have a long bellowing call. It sounds like a howler monkey almost. Okay, like oh, like it's just and it's yeah. Come come on, boys. Right, yeah, it's right here. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they're carnivores. They have very sharp teeth and claws. They mostly do eat fruit and berries, though. So when we say carnivores, it's a weird kind of thing, too, because wolves are carnivores. Right. But they will take fruit, berries, and stuff like that. Right. High-protein, high-sugar foods. Uh, it's just kind of weird. When we're talking about carnivore, herbivore, omnivore, it's more about how your guts are set up to handle. So fruits are kind of the exception for a lot of carnivores because it can, they can digest them. Yeah. They're actually very nutritious for carnivores in you know limited quantities. Um, 
they do prefer to eat small mammals, including fish, rodents, birds, worms, and insects. They'll also eat carrion. They're not very picky of the animals alive or dead. Uh, so carrion is just carcasses, dead oh, animals. Oh, okay. I was going to ask that. Uh, they eat eggs, and they'll even eat some leaves. So some tropical fruit seeds, uh, like those in the strungling figs, have evolved to germinate after being passed through the digestive tract through bitterongs. Ah. So there's, this is a species, uh, tang, or they, what did I even just call it? What fig? Yeah. The strangling fig is a fig species that only exists where bitterongs live. That's pretty awesome. And they are a co-occurring species. So they're going to, once these guys go, so are those trees. Yeah. And That's, those trees just kind of die out because nothing can really, they need the they need to gestate in the digestive tract of the bitterong. What, what's that called? What kind of relationship is that? Like a, I know, I it's know codependent. This, Codependency, yeah. Codependent because they need the fruit trees to eat. Right. And the fruit trees need them. And to reproduce. Yeah, so when you take one out of the relationship, the other dies. Exactly, yeah. So it's unlike a parasitized relationship where yeah. if you remove one, the other one's generally fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any questions so far? Oh, no. They have a uh, their social structure. Bintrongs are usually solitary in the wild, coming together only to mate. Mothers will stay with her offspring until the young are big enough to fend for themselves, normally around six to eight weeks. However, mothers may also stay with their young when they're ready to breed for around two and a half years old. Oh, okay. So it just depends on the yeah. family, I guess. Yeah. Uh, as far as higher level mammals, this is quite odd. That they stick around that very, long? Very, no, that they don't stick around that long. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, for their size class and everything like that, generally yeah. mammals, when they get this big, they kind of start taking better care of their offspring. Yeah. And they, these guys really don't care for each other. Hmm. Interesting. They're fine with people and other animals and stuff like that. They don't care for each other. Yeah. Like fighting fish. Hmm. Uh, like I said, they're nocturnal and they're active at night. They spend most of their time climbing trees, perching on high tree branches during the day. They can curl up with their strong tail around a branch and sleep to hide in the trees. These guys look like a bump on a log. Really? Up in a tree. Yeah. They'll fully wrap around like a themselves. Snake, yeah. And they'll hide in their own tail. That's pretty awesome. They don't look like anything. So it looks like a, like a fur hat sitting up on they the branch. But their fur is very short and coarse, mm. so they don't even look like they're furry. Just blends they in. They look like a big lump of tree. Like a big burl. Like a burl. Yeah. Uh, in the wild, these guys can live to be 18 years old. That's pretty long. In captivity, they can live up to be 30. Holy moly. That's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. huh. And they do well in captivity. I mean, they're one of the few animals that... Are you allowed, or is it just certain places? I'm sure it's very certain places. I didn't look at the legality of owning one of these things, and if you could own one, they'd probably be quite expensive. I wonder what uh, the Ohio they're not red listed. Is. Yeah. So what's that mean? Uh, so they're they're still open for international trade. Okay. Uh, so they, theoretically, you could get one as long as your state allows it and you had the funds. Okay. Um. Well, I'm looking. Oh, there's some in the Cincinnati Zoo in Ohio. Yeah. Both uh, Cincinnati and. Toledo have a Bintrongs. Even Toledo? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. You don't ever see them because they're, they're, the cage always looks like it's empty. Because they're uh, asleep nocturnal. in the corner. Mm, makes. You know what? You've probably seen them. They Maybe look I... like a fur hat sitting in the corner of the cage. Are they? Do they? You know what? I may have a video of one moving mm -hmm. even. I just didn't know what the thing was. Yeah, they just sleep during the day. Because like, it, it looked like a small little bear. That's them. And really furry, like sh shaggy fur, but not like long shaggy. I said like they were thick. shaggy, yep. Yeah. Maybe I might have a video of one on my old phone. The Pinterong. I didn't smell the butter popcorn, though, but now that I know, I'm but glad I, mean, I didn't. A, it was in a cage. But I'm just saying, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. That's no, all that matters. Yeah, Toledo has one. Because I didn't get that pee scent. 
just stuffed in my nose. <laughs> Any questions or comments about the Binturong? No, these guys are awesome. And like I said, if you have not seen one, like a video or a, even a picture one, look it up. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah they're pretty. Uh, they're pretty easy going. Uh, you watch them hunt and stuff like that. You wonder how they live. That, yeah, I know. They must be eating a lot of berries more than we even realize. Or they're just good at eating worms, catching worms. They're good at bugs. I yeah. mean, they're they're insectivores. I mean, but like any other insectivore, like if you can catch a mouse or you can catch a snake, you're going to eat it. Yeah, uh, they're one of the animals that are kind of immune to a lot of snake venoms. Like nice because it's like possums. Possums are immune to pretty much every snake venom on the planet. Oh, nice. Okay, it takes some really tropical pit viper venom to really hurt a possum. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Because uh, possums will sit there beating like a rattlesnake alive. Yeah. And the rattlesnake's just biting it right in the face, injecting all the venom, and the possum like, nom, nom, nom. Yeah, it's still good, yeah. Getting a little high off this rattlesnake venom. Man, they're pretty They're pretty uh, freaky creatures, too. Maybe. We'll talk about them next week. Oh. The opossum. All right, that's been the Binturong. Uh, it's getting cold, guys. Go out, carve a pumpkin. Enjoy. Uh, if you got a corn, like a corn maze in area, we always like doing that in the fall. Corn mazes are fun. Yeah, I take them too seriously. A little bit. But I like it. <laughs> uh, but I just hate being stuck and lost because everybody I've ever gone with as a kid, it was like they always took two and a half hours because everybody wouldn't it. look at the map. Yeah. And they're made for kids. And it's like when all these adults are sitting there like can't read a map. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. I've been the Great Pal for Mr. A. And I've been Jay. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky Fat on a Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow, remember to share and give it a five-star review.